Hi guys, Tina Tassels here. Welcome back to Avoiding the Crowd. If it's your first time tuning in, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Next up, episode three. Hi guys, Tina here. Marlena, do I have you? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Hi guys. guys. Episode three. We're back. Three and thriving. It's like things <laughs> that people, people do. Three and I know three. I'm thriving. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I, I, I really am too. Really? Good. I'm glad. Guys, yeah. it's like day, I forget what time what day. Um quarantine it is and it, I think it's different for everybody depending on your line of work and what your company did and essentially just it's all a blur did. yeah it's all it's a all fucking blur, blur. Um, <laughs> so as we've been doing um although if you listen to episode two our quarantine check-in really lasted the entire episode pretty much <laughs> so we're hour-long check-in like yeah our quarantine five-minute check-in um I'm doing all right I feel like I'm being super creative which I think we should get into. Uh, mm-hmm. I it's a bummer that the weather's been bad, but it's almost like the best stay inside weather. I don't know it how is. around you. It is. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm running out of coffee, which I am gonna have to go out and get some. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if that's my biggest problem right now, I think I'm doing all right. How about your not a not a real problem? Well, it is a real problem. Like you need caffeine. That's a first if you need caffeine. Problem. If you need caffeine, you need caffeine. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it's not a real, it's not a real, real problem. Now I would survive my entire lifetime without coffee. So not a problem at all, really. Just more of like, it's an inconvenience. It, it's yeah, it's, it's messing with your flow. It's messing with your morning flow. And I don't know about other people out there, <laughs> but like, I don't have neighbors in my building that I'm super close to or mm. knock on their door if I need something. But you can't like borrow it. Yeah. If somebody came to me, I was like, hey, do you have like a scoop of coffee? I'd be like, what? It'd be weird. It's Yeah. Do people ask neighbors for coffee? I don't think so. I don't even think they ask for sugar anymore. That's just something in the, t- that's what you see in the cinema. Yeah. In the cinema. <laughs> That's I, funny. I feel very no. My my neighbors have told us when we moved in, they were like, "If you ever need anything, ask." So I guess I could ask for coffee. Oh, that's but nice. I I drink I drink it so early, um, that I I would feel really rude, you know, okay. knocking on right. the door at like six o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning. God that, knows what time in the morning. Is that when you wake up? Um, what time do you? Yeah. Wake up? Um, okay. anywhere between four thirty and six naturally or do you like get up because Rita goes to work or out naturally naturally wow no alarm right. no alarm yeah it's it, it is what it is you know <coughs> excuse um, me i'm gonna call you know mine right now oh wow <laughs> don't do that i know you're right not real token just went <laughs> tubes um also, okay that's so not real by the way going down the wrong tube. go down the wrong tube yeah it's it's one of those things they say to not scare children i think really right i i, I would think well, I that's mean, comforting it doesn't scare me yeah so that's nice yeah good sorry i cut you um, off though what were you gonna say? you did <laughs> so rude just kidding um quarantine's going fine here um the, the most stressful thing really has been since we discovered that Enrico no longer can like go to work. <laughs> we 
we don't get to work like we don't I mean other than me getting you know working with clients um you know he has to leave like he his income is what like sustains us what mm-hmm. we use to right. pay for things for the most part and <laughs> what we use so, to pay for things yeah uh-huh. that's how we that's how we get stuff um, yeah so that I feel like that's that's been a little depressing yeah it's tough but like we have a good attitude about it um I mean, we're really hoping that it's not going to last that long that construct- construction workers can't, um, yeah. so same can't go to work yeah. because it's, it's a so- social distancing is what they do. Like, he's not – but anyway. Um, but it's, yeah. it's nice it's us tr- being all home. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the thing would be – and maybe you're not uh, – I mean, maybe you're the perfect example is, like, these families that – that whose schedules are so on the go they don't always get to mm-hmm. spend a lot of time together do I think mm-hmm. some people find that family set up and it's like perfect for them or they mm-hmm. seek that sort of life yes but do I think mm-hmm. there's families that are just busy and trying to make ends meet and make like a good life and blah 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 so it's like you're being forced now to spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. and not just time together like you can't do anything else it's yeah, not like the family's going to Disney World or whatever. Like you guys are in the house and just in front of each other and totally available. There's no excuses. You can't be like, well, I got to run to work or I got to do this for whatever. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing left to do. So And uh, it is nice when Enrico is home because then he can spend time with Allie and I can do things for myself. When I'm home just with Allie, it's harder right. for me to get things done on my own. Right. So that's actually um, so. interesting for you personally, as far mm-hmm. as work goes and all this, like you work from home as it is, but mm-hmm. it's almost been beneficial to have Rico around for selfish reasons. Cause you can take time to do things like this, for example, on top of yeah. you know, other things you like to do in, in solitude. Yeah. Like I've been, I've done a couple of videos for, um, like my astrology newsletter and like IGTV videos. And I really like them. And I just did my first IGTV. Sorry. I'm yelling, but yes, go on. We'll get it. Yeah. It's, it's it's really easy. I thought it was like hard and it's like the easiest thing in the world to do an IGTV. I mean, I remember the first video I ever did, like before I ever even was pregnant with Allie, like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was such a process, like loading this thing up to YouTube. I'm like, I can't do this. I mean, really, I was, that was ridiculous. I could have done it. I didn't have a child. I was working like it was, I could have taken the time to do it, but it was like overwhelming to me. And now it's like, you can get a video it's so easy it's with your it's phone. Like it's, nothing. It's, I know. Even if it's not like super professional or like it doesn't look very produced, like who cares? Like you're getting, I mean, what people really like about videos is that they feel more connected to you, you yeah. know, like to, to your energy. They, because they feel it, like it's you're not, talking to them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not just like, you know, reading words, which I tend, I like to write. I will probably always do like writing stuff for, you know, my newsletters etc as well but I, I really like adding the videos and I'm I'm planning on um continuing with that good yeah you've always and I've gotten good feedback too, that's your thing so it's it's fun yeah it is it is but it's like at the same time it's like I don't know how much I want to keep writing about the stuff I've been writing about I want to like do right. different things with that and because I can talk about this too right. in a lot of ways it's it's sometimes easier to just say it on a video because with writing it can get kind of I don't know, different. 
Yeah, I mean, anyway, it, just takes so yeah. A, it, dip, it takes a different kind of attention to be a writer, and then it also takes a different type of attention to be a reader of what people are writing. So it's just a different, yeah. it's just a different medium. And frankly, if I mean, I I will never. I really enjoy books. I'm still. I haven't turned mm-hmm. to digital books, um, but um, I just think you know to keep up with the times, you got to evolve and start putting information out there in different ways that makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. you you can write Mm -hmm. all day and I don't know if people are reading it, frankly, you know, not just you, but anyone, because it's anyone, people are consuming things differently. So that's great that you're putting a video. I put, I put up an IGD, IGTV video today for the first time, which I thought, (laughs) I God, I sound so old because I feel like pretty comfortable with tech stuff and I learned it pretty quickly, but so I went to upload it and obviously it's longer than the minute that you're allowed on normal Instagram video. So I mm-hmm. thought when that happens, it would just automatically turn into an IGTV video, but obviously that didn't happen. So then I did a real influencer thing and I deleted it, my post, and I people were already commenting and liking, which was so cute because I've never put up a makeup video before. And I will say... Sh- Rebecca Baruki, if you're tuning in, she told me years ago, just start putting things out there. And I should have listened to her, but I was scared of the digital stuff, which is so crazy Mm -hmm. to me now that we're like jumping into this. But so I just never did it. I was never a video person. I put silly things every now and then, but this morning I was in the mood to do my makeup and I was like, you know what? I should record it and do one of those sped up ones with some fun music in it. And so I put my first video up too, and I'm really excited about it. It's and really it's, cute. It's quarantine inspiration. That's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. I also think too, like doing this, like doing the podcast, like just talking, like, yeah. you know, it's making me like, okay, if I can talk, I can do video, you know, cause I've always been like, I'm not a video person. I'm not a good talker. Like, right. You know, it's confidence I, I, boosting for sure. It is like, and it's just it, anything. It's like, it's just getting over just doing it. And then it's like, okay, it was scary. Now it's not scary. Mm-hmm. I can do this thing now. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. And to, yeah, but to it's... clarify, I mean, like us doing this podcast now is making me feel better and more um, excited and less nervous about mm-hmm. doing other forms of posts, whether it's video or, exactly. or whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, so this has been really invigorating in all sorts of ways, which is... Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like, I mean, I really feel like with this whole quarantine thing, like I've been wanting to do more like work-wise like I've really been mostly like at home with my daughter and Mm -hmm. everything's been like connected to like this role of like motherhood Mm -hmm. since like since I had her really I mean I remember telling like my midwife like I'm going to take a couple weeks off like working with people after she's born but then I just want to get back into and she's like that's not a lot of time like I really had no idea what I was getting into and I just I couldn't do anything after she was born like I was so tired it, it was just, I didn't realize, yeah, I, I didn't realize what a big deal it was to have a baby. Um, but so I, I feel like now, especially now with Enrico not being able to go to work, really, I mean, he would have to fill out like a business waiver right? Um, to, to, like to do a certain yeah. job or like if he has to fix a leak, like that's technically essential. Like people can't have leaks in their roof. Um, but um, <laughs> they shouldn't. I, right? I, 
yeah, they, they should end. It's, I mean, it's just going to be like more extensive damage, a bigger bill for them than it, it needs to be. But anyway, um, yeah, I've just, I'm really realizing I really want to have this like ability to have a career mm-hmm. from home. Yeah. So it's like, I feel almost like a selfish child in that I can't really do things that I'm not interested in. So that's why I've always had such a hard time with like, I would just get a job to, to, you know, pay the bill. Like, like my mom told me once, like you're taking it too seriously. Right. Yeah. It's just so like, I just feel so drained by Mm -hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I feel like I'm really focusing my energy on, creating something that's um you know it's like it's meaningful it's energizing to, you and to it's me something, and yeah. it's, i'm interested in and also like how can this like marie forleo always says like you if you have a business you want to meet like what you're good at you know what you enjoy and mm-hmm. how it like serves other people like that's the sweet yeah. spot yeah. so when you can find that sweet spot that's when you really have something and then you just have to find a way to earn some income off, off of it. You know, you're exchanging, right, that's the dream. you're giving. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I, I feel like that's been something that I feel a lot more urgency around now yeah. than I did before the whole quarantine thing. Interesting. I felt kind and it's of like, been well, like a couple of weeks, but it's, I know. it's really that important this time and what people are doing with it. I think, I think a lot of it for me, at least is like this whole idea of like, I, I was going to hand in my resume to my daughter's new school mm. because they like, they need substitutes, like part-time right, work is like, you know, these schools are always hiring for that. And I'm like, I should do this. And, but yeah. now that's completely off the table until God knows when. So yeah. it's like, well, why would I even, I'm not even thinking about that now. Like I've literally just, right. it's out of my oh. mind. So I'm just, I'll do this. Yeah. Now I feel so, like I, just to go back on like what you said, like your mom said, and I've heard this before from a cousin of mine and I'm, I'm sure it's not the last time I hear of like, she was sort of like ready. She was God, this is years ago. And this is so random that it stayed with me. Cause it was just like a car ride to a family event and we were just sort of playing catch up. And I was like, my, you know, just, I was basically talking about my, my biggest life problem is like just finding work that I love and am passionate about and serves people and feels like my best way to exist essentially and being paid mm-hmm. for it. And she said basically the same thing of like, no, it's just a job, like just get it yeah. done with and then you retire. And I was like that, even in that car ride, I was like having heart palpitations of like, what do you mean you work like 40 years of your life to, to get to your sixties mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, thank God I put that time. And now I can relax. What the fuck yeah. is like, that yeah. seems crazy to me. And just, yeah, I, 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 so that to me is something that I struggle with often, but it's also like the thought of, you know, if you're like a good, if you want to be the best employee, you can, that you show up and put a lot of energy into not only being a good employee, but also the energy that it takes, like suppressing yourself and your actual mm-hmm. like desires and things like that. So it's like you said, yeah. it's very draining. It's exhausting yeah. to do work that you're not genuinely passionate about or interested yeah. in or, or have like even an ounce of like desire to be a part of that takes a lot of energy out of people. And, um, I, I just, I don't, 
even and sometimes I wish I could just get a job and just like oh it's just a job because yeah I, I feel too. like it would be almost <laughs> it would really? be like freeing not and mm-hmm. not to say if we want to get real sort of cheesy and I don't even think it's cheesy I don't know why I'm using disclaimers but like if you're an artistic person or a creative person or you have any interest that's not like a traditional path it's mm-hmm. um it's a very stressful and like way to live your life if you're not getting yeah. to do those things because it just is it's like I keep thinking and that's why I, I have a hard time dealing with aging too because I'm like I don't want to be an old person that says coulda woulda shoulda because yeah. I I have every opportunity in the world I'm very lucky to have that but it's mm-hmm. finding that balance of like God, I have to pay the bills and I don't want to struggle financially my whole life, especially the older Mm -hmm. you get, it's even more exhausting. It's a, it's a different type of stress, but I just, every year that goes by too, I am the, I am actually the other way of like, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I how, and I'm supposed to live like this for another 20 years if I'm lucky. And then Mm -hmm. I get to retire. What? It's just insanity to me. So I I am trying my best to take advantage of this time. Both like, yeah, I feel like physical it's... time and just the sort of mental and pace and the slow pace of all this. And so I don't know. It's crazy. I'm ex- I love it. <laughs> I like don't know. Yeah. How. I'm sort of like, yeah. I'm having a great time I, in quarantine. I feel like the I feel like there's sort of like a shift that has to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, I, th- I guess it just happens like naturally, but cause I feel similar, similarly to you. Like I want work that really um, feels creative to me and it like, it's mm-hmm. something that's like natural to me, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and not natural, like it's always easy, but right. it's just like, it makes sense. Like I can right. do this. This is like something that I have a, some talent right. at. Because people um, will work 20 times harder if they're doing something they love. They will it doesn't even feel like work. It, yeah, it's it doesn't fun. feel like work. And even if you're exhausted, because naturally our bodies get exhausted and, and our minds get mm-hmm. exhausted, it's still, it feels great. Yeah. And you still want to mm-hmm. wake up and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting, like, because like, Enrico is just like a business-minded person like Mm -hmm. he's he's been you know he's worked for himself almost 20 years now and like his his dad is a business owner like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of and he worked for his dad like from when he was 14 until he started working for himself so yeah like he's had exposure to all that I've never had exposure to like business at all Mm -hmm. so for me it's like it's really hard for me to leave like I want the security that comes with like that type of job right but it's really I don't actually want that type like I feel like I've been learning how to just accept like that security is not going to be a part of my life if this is the type of thing I want to do whereas like Enrico is totally fine with it yeah but it's also like I think because of the way he grew up like he's just he's so self-reliant like he's Mm -hmm. never really he's not relied on people very much you know he's always kind of um yeah he's been he's self-sufficient he's had to take care of himself. like extremely yeah, yeah. And he has like such confidence in his ability to like 
make money and do a good job. And like, even as he, I mean, he's done a lot of work as a subcontractor for someone else who has a business that they're like very good friends and love working together. Mm -hmm. But the past few years, he's been working on getting his own jobs. And he's like, he's so like, like social distancing is his normal life. Like he's not very social. And he's like, I don't want to deal with the talking to clients. Like this isn't the paperwork don't drive me nuts. And I'm like, I'll do all of it. You can just do the job. He loves doing all of it. Like he's yeah. like the clients love him. Like he right. has more than, I think he has like 55 star reviews. Like everyone that he does work for, they That's love so him. Nice. And it's, yeah. but it's because he's so like, he's just passionate about work, yeah. like doing a good job, having right. his own business. Like it's, it's, um, it's like, it's all these things that were so challenging for him. Mm-hmm. Like we're actually easy for him. Right. Because it, it yeah. fed this like goal that he yeah. had. So it's like, I, I feel like, like for me, it's like, I'm always learning from just watching how he is with that because yeah. it's like, I, I've always been, I was kind of raised to just get the solid steady job and keep it even if it sucks. And even if the pay is not right. that good. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's just, uh, um, just crazy. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I always remind myself like whatever happens, there's always ways to make money. And mm-hmm. whether yeah. I, whether we like it or not, we need money. And, mm-hmm. and I will say like, it's a different experience being single. Um, mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't have anyone to rely on. I can't have a crutch. If I, if I lose my job, there's no like, Oh, mm-hmm. my partner can sustain me and we'll figure it mm-hmm. out. It's, so it is, it's, it's, it weighs on me a lot because I also, which I just said, it's like, I don't want to get older and be struggling or like, where's my next, next paycheck coming from. But mm-hmm. also I can't keep living, worrying about that because I'm getting, you know, in the simplest of terms, better checks, but I'm also not happy, <laughs> mm-hmm. which fucking blows yeah. to me, which is like such a waste of life. Because who cares if I have money in the bank if I'm sitting here miserable? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really tough sort of thing to Yeah. To fig to to navigate, I guess, because you know, you gotta be able to meet your needs and pay your bills and all that stuff too. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who, you know, are single and they have that same sort of like they have no one to fall back on sort of thing, like people that don't even have family that they could Right ask for help which is I mean it's a blessing I mean it's lucky yeah. if, you, if you have that but yeah. yeah I think it's a it's such a different it's hard it's definitely harder the older you get because it, you do start and I will say even personally like sometimes you see people and I I envy you for the type of relationship you have not only just having like a, a hard-working husband but also one that is so supportive of you and not that he wouldn't be stressed or whatever, but you know, if you were just like, I'm figuring things out and he's like, all right, like I'm here to figure them out with you. And I used to get really stuck on the idea and, and not that I would put, not, not that I had relationships coming at me and not that I would push them away, but I used to be very, not hard on myself, but I would say I'm not ready for a relationship because I need to get my career in order first. Like I'd be like, I yeah. need this job in place. And then the partner comes next because that's just mm-hmm. the, the way things go. And then the older I started to get, and again, I always, 
we are so much tougher on ourselves than we are on other people because that's never the advice I would give somebody. I'd be like, no, you got to go with the flow. Life comes at you to what, you know, a thousand miles mm-hmm. per hour. You never know if you find a good partner, you go through those that evolution together. Like I can be with somebody and and not know what I want to do with my life or switch careers or whatever. But I think you need a partner that's also okay with that because it's fucking stressful to worry about money and a house and bills and things like that. If you're not with somebody that has the same, yeah, we'll figure it out. I got you this, you know, this time. And it's, it's, um, it's hard to be single and think about that because my family's great, but I'm, I'm not calling them for anything. They're not ready to, to take care of me or help me, especially at 36 years old. You know what I mean? So I, I don't have anybody. I got to figure it out on my own. And that is a tough responsibility to deal with. And that's another reason I don't, I stay in certain jobs because I don't want to worry about it, but I just, I feel like the older I'm getting, the less interested I am and my tolerance. And we're back. Hello. Hey guys. Hello. Uh, We just had a technological issue there and we got the boot and (laughs) I don't know. I started rambling on. So maybe it was the universe telling me to shut up. It was actually, it was the Gemini moon. These things happen. See, thank you so much. This is why you're so important. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's exactly why things happen. That's why I'm here. It's just just a Gemini moon. Things are tricky and, you know, it's just the way it goes. We don't, we don't pay attention like we usually do because our... (laughs) our attention gets grabbed um, by other things really easily. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like, a, yeah, it's like, it's fun, but it's, it's not always the most like productive as far as, you know, um, what people think of as being productive, like very, you know, point A to point B getting stuff done. Right. Yeah. Well, hmm. it feels like, because I think I was I know I I was talking about something um that I always felt like I had to have my career in place Mm -hmm. before you had a relationship a a serious relationship and then I started rambling on it's nice to have a support system it's my way hard being single yeah but whatever it's just it's really think- healthy that you even think that way, though, because it's really common for Libras to think relationships are like the most important thing in the whole world, like above, you know, all well, things. Subconsciously, that's how yeah. I fight it. Oh, really? Interesting. I don't know. My last relationship, it was, you know, it had a really great period for a while. And then it started to, it was messy for all sorts of reasons. But then, I think towards the end, I also just sort of stayed in it Mm -hmm. uh, almost like a companionship. Yeah. Was this sort of like codependence going on? And it, and it it was very much one of those situations where I was like, how could this happen to me? I'm so independent. Mm -hmm. I'm so aware. I'm so whatever. Um, So yeah, maybe subconsciously I do think that. I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, usually, well, like for when your sun sign is in Libra, there's definitely like, I mean, part of what you're like, you know, your journey is about is like learning how to be in like a healthy relationship that's balanced, you know? Yeah. I well, mean, that that's what Libra is all about. So it's like people think of your yeah. sun sign as being this thing that's just like the most natural or easy for you. But that's not always the mm-hmm. case. Like it's really what you're growing into. And it's like how you're most creative. Um, right. Yeah. And it's, like, well, it's not doesn't set the tone for your entire life. It could be well, a part of your journey or well it's kind of like the overwhelming arc of your life like this is what you're growing into but it can also be like your ego so like I've known Libras who like they really pride (laughs) themselves on their like perfect looking relationship and then you find out it's really not so perfect you know like Mm -hmm. it looks this way but it's like a bunch of you know there's a lot of I mean, you see that a lot because there can be a lot of like wanting I don't see that so much with you I think that the Virgo moon (laughs) like you have that sort of like dark sense of humor sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) like real real dark watch yourselves like very realistic um but sometimes you can you can see libras where they just want to appear very like polished and Mm -hmm. just right you know but so that's another yeah there's all kinds of stuff you can talk about with this but i'm i just i i think it's it's good that you have, and a lot of that could be like the Leo ascendant. Like you are so comfortable <laughs> with yourself. You're Leo rising. I know it's funny, but it's like very. It's like a confident placement. Mm-hmm. So codependency is less likely unless you're relying on like admiration from your partner to like feel good about yourself. Oh yeah, there we yeah. go. Well, so that can happen to too. That. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's probably what it spiraled into because it was it almost nice be. to have a built-in mm-hmm. cheerleader. Even if that yeah. cheerleader sucked, it was better than nothing. Yeah. Or you kind of fool yourself into that. So, yeah. But yeah I mean, we we can we spiraled a little bit, but I I I for selfish reasons could let you talk all day about what's going on with my um with my stuff, but I think just like talking about the career stuff and working and stuff like that. Mm. I think it's um, people are very lucky to find partners or have families that are able to be, you know, like safety nets or not even safety nets. Cause I don't want people to think that's like, I feel like people hear safety net and they're like, Whoa, well, how convenient, but not say it's more like a support system that is, that it's just there. And I think people are lucky for that. So yeah. I, I think it's nice too, like with me, I mean, at least for me personally, because I know people who have like partners who are really supportive of like what they want to do, but it's still like, well, like you need, you you need to like have a job, like you need to make this much money or whatever. Like everybody's mm-hmm. different. Um, but it's, it also depends on like what kind of life you have, like what are you willing to sacrifice? Like Enrico and I, we don't really take vacations, which I'm not like proud of it, but it's something that we've like, we, we took a, a short vacation last summer, but there's so many things mm-hmm. we want to do that we haven't done because right. like we're working on this career thing. Like it's so it's sometimes right. when I think of it, it's been kind of like, I feel like it takes up so much focus and why is it mm-hmm. still kind of take a the vacation girl I'm yeah all about, yeah I am such a champion for people taking time off because yeah. uh, like not to be morbid but life fucking sucks and exactly. it's short as hell yeah. 
and I, <laughs> I will never, <laughs> and I have like, not morbid at all. My, my sort of my travel girls, Leah, I refer mm-hmm. to her as my travel agent because she's really good at looking stuff up and she'll just book it and just be like, mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm doing this thing. If you want to join, here's how much it is. And to me, that's like the dream because I'm lazy to do these things. Yeah. I've, I've been really happy and proud of, you know, having friends that take vacations every year Mm -hmm. um, because that's, that's fortunate. It's like, what do we work for? I don't, again, wait till I'm 60 to use my retirement if I even have a retirement account yeah go yeah. sit on a cruise ship I don't even like cruise ships like oh I'm, yeah I don't want to go on a cruise right. ever you know, I I will take even the Jersey Shore not not even say yeah. I would go that's to the where Jersey. we went last year it was yeah. fun it's not like you have to go somewhere exotic mm-hmm. or in that no time, in that space for you and your family to not work and just be away from everything familiar is important. It is important. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good at doing that, like in my own house too. I mean, I know my house is familiar. Um, It's not the same. You're right. But it's been like, we've, in order for me to like be home, especially when Allie was little, it was like, we really didn't want to, not there's anything wrong with, you know, having other people care for your child at all. I I wish I had someone who had helped me. That was probably the dumbest thing. Like that's, I mean, I don't like to be like, you know, I have regrets. I mean, but I do like, I regret that. Like when we lived near the college that I went to Mm -hmm. where I went to college, I should have like put an ad up for someone who was, you know, an early childhood major, like help with the baby, you know, like I could have paid them, you know, something little, they probably would have been happy for the experience. And anyway, but um, both of you. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be home with her and I didn't have a career at that point. That was, I was so invested in or so like that I was really making enough money to make it, you know, worth me like pushing through, (laughs) you know? So I, I don't know, but yeah, we've sacrificed a lot for me to be home with her and now like she's in school like we're it's like we've been in this constant sort of transition I guess really since she's been born it's like we've moved three or four times like we've we've moved a lot like she was in one school and was really happy and then we we moved and now she's happy at this new school but then now this is happening (laughs) so she's home yeah yeah, it's and when she was settled in school like we weren't really settled in our home Right. It it was weird. It it was just very, but anyway. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just been, it's been weird for me. And I guess for me, it's like, I like, I get what you're saying because I, sometimes I wish like I had made my independence more of a priority Mm -hmm. because I, I feel like even though, um, you know, I have a super supportive, husband who like loves what he does like he loves having a business and doing his own thing I still sometimes feel like it has to be a burden like I have to be on some level like he would he would never say that he would never and if I told him that he would be like no but, but it's, it's like he, it's, he feels it's responsible huge, or whatever. Yeah, it's his responsibility. Yeah. Like it's it's not personal, but it's just yeah. like a natural. Like I think anybody would feel that way. Yeah. So even if for only little moments, but. And yeah, I've definitely no, been feeling it. like since we moved, I've felt like the sense of urgency with like wanting to make more money, you know, making 
yeah my own like so that I can feel more like like a grown-up <laughs> yeah but um yeah it seems kind of silly um to even be like talking about it I guess but yeah it's just no, hard it's I mean I know, I know a lot it's of women life. yeah I know a lot of I know a lot of women is that stay home with children at any age like mm-hmm. you know it's they all kind of go through this like you know going yeah. back to work is weird because you're different mm-hmm. than you were Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I don't also, know like not to sound weird is like I think about that too because <laughs> I guess we're we're almost in a um like a lucky generation because we did get to get we grew up with technology so it's sort of mm-hmm. ingrained in everything but I yeah. do wonder sometimes like obviously you do all kinds of things from home and we do this and you play on the internet and you learn how to use things but mm-hmm. you know I think think about that too like say you were like I'm gonna go get this office job just for whatever and there might be these programs you've like never heard of and it's not Mm -hmm. because they're so advanced or they're it's this industry you don't know but it's really just because you haven't been in an office setting for example to know what these things are like I I can't imagine that yeah I yeah because I, w- I don't know what it's like yeah I, w- I wouldn't know what it's like to just be at home and like raising a kid all day I feel like I yeah, wouldn't know anything so yeah that's it, not it, meant it, to be it does like <laughs> well because you judgmental don't, yeah. or rude in any way no. but yeah it's just like you don't use these things or you're not around these things mm-hmm. and it just makes it I could imagine like if oh a woman not to take it back to Carmela Soprano but she's yeah. really big in my life right now but she um is. Yeah, like if say something happened to Tony and they didn't have money and say they weren't being taken care of, like the thought of her getting a job, she would be like, I don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, that's kind of how I've felt. And the the past year, like going, working at Ali's school, Mm -hmm. I kind of felt that way too, even though I have the teaching background, like the Waldorf schools are so different. Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but they like they really liked me and they kind of just got me in there and the -hmm. teachers were so wonderful they just helped me so much and I really felt like I was like finding my stride with it like I was getting really comfortable and then we left (laughs) and then you know I went to which we needed to like I don't I miss the school but I'm very happy about the move because our life overall is so much better like Enrico's commute is so much easier and it's, everything is just everything is like falling into is, place kind of thing like yeah until the coronavirus <laughs> right but it's like right. overall things were, were settling I don't know what the hell's going on now but but yeah and then going to the school it was like they were really excited they're like let's like the the admissions woman was like oh my god I have an empty seat in my office like go to work now we need help you know and she's like I'm just kidding like I'm not actually the person that hires people she's like <laughs> oh, I really god. want you to come in you know <laughs> So she's like, give me your resume and I'll give it to the dean. And like, we could, you know, you could work here. Like they need subs, you know? And she's like, we could have you do like special classes with the high school. She's like, oh my gosh, you've teached all these ages. Like we need you, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, this is cool. Like, you know, I I, I feel like comfortable now. Like I can do this. It's like, I feel like I have this place in the world outside of my home. Right. And then this happens and now I feel kind of like lost again, but now we're doing this podcast. And so I'm something. like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's just something weird. New. And then whenever I do the astrology stuff, I always feel like I like, this is like, I don't know, this is just so easy for me. Not easy in that. Like it's, 
it feels natural, I guess, not easy. Right. Because it's like working one-to-one with people, especially when they're going through a hard time, can be like it can Exhausting. you have to be careful it can be really tiring if it's you're not scary like, it's a yeah. big responsibility i feel like it because is. even yeah. though uh, again this is it's like if you're not a licensed therapist or a psychiatrist no. or a doctor so or people, a psychic i'm not right. a psychic i don't know that. the future i do right. know you're going to win the lottery but, but that's all thank i know you. exactly yeah, that's it that's all so I know. it's like people they they want to hear what you have to say but there's probably mm-hmm. a lot of people that are like oh it's just like funny it's a joke it's not serious yeah. but that one-on-one time with someone anyone frankly mm-hmm. but even strangers entrusting you with yeah. their issues and their questions and their concerns mm-hmm. and talking family like it, you know if they take full advantage they're being really candid with you about yeah. what's going on in their life and that mm-hmm for you to listen to and pay attention mm-hmm. to and essentially you're doing it's therapeutic yeah that's a big responsibility yeah it's it's crazy if you say the wrong thing to someone even if you didn't think it was like you have to be very aware of what you say back and what mm-hmm. notes you give the give people because it's so sensitive yeah and yeah, I'm very, I ask so many questions because I really, it's so much more about like what the person than like, I mean, I see things, you know, when I look at a chart, but it's like, mm-hmm. there's so many ways to interpret everything. You know, some things right. are really basic, you know, like this planet in your career house obviously means something's happening with your career, but like, tell me about your career. Are you happy? Are you frustrated? Right. Um, do, is this is this what you want to be doing? Like, is there something wrong with your boss? Like it's, you know, it's you're a therapist. Am I? How can we, yeah. How can we give you a fancy business title? title? Because then, because frankly, my dream title is consultant because my, um, actually my ex and I, we always joke like that's the dream job because the second you say you're a consultant, people are like, Oh, that's great. They don't fucking know anything about what you consult on, but the but yeah. telling someone you're a consultant is seen as such a cool professional, is interesting. It? Yeah, in the business oh. world, because it's like you're the ultimate sort of expert of whatever you're consulting Ooh. about. I'm not really an expert on anything though. I'm a gatherer of information. Listen, most people aren't, but this nobody is give yourself a consultant title. Like I want to be a consultant. What does she do for a living? She's a consultant. I'm telling you, this is exactly job title is consultant and it cracks me the fuck up. I'm telling you. Wow. So you should you should be a consultant. I always <laughs> Thanks, just that's man. it. We have your new job title, consultant. Marlena Torres, consultant. <laughs> exactly. www.marlenatorresconsultant.com. Yeah. Exactly. And if you go to some, are there like weird astrological conventions? You could be a. Um, I'm an astrology consultant. Con- exactly. Well, I did think that I, I went through this phase where like I didn't <laughs> want to be an astrologer. Like I still don't. I don't want to be like one thing. I'm very annoying. Of course. And I, I was telling my, my That's friend, why I'm we're like, in this mess at 36. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. We don't know what we want to do, but we know we want to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. That's exactly. our biggest problem. That's that's the issue. But no, I wanted yeah. to call myself like a holistic lifestyle consultant Ooh. or guide or something. Right. Because 
I mean, that, that's, that's like the common thread with all my interests, right. you know, is like, right. you know, there's a whole nutrition thing. It's like a holistic diet, you know, self-care sort of yeah. thing. Uh, astrology is like, it is, it's wellness. It's like a holistic way of mm-hmm. seeing, mm-hmm. you know, you, like all of you yeah. and all of life, you know, the Waldorf schools, it's a holistic education. And I'm like, Hmm, okay. So maybe I'm a holistic lifestyle guide. Right. Like, what the fuck is that? I don't know. Like, I don't I know, but it's something along those lines. It's like I, I, I would want to help people sort of figure out how to live in a way Can't that's you be like more. A... Why what? can't I mean? Frankly, what I would do help I don't me know figure if you, it out. These guys. people on LinkedIn, Tell yeah. Me what to do, no. but <laughs> I, I, I would honestly be something holistic and something consultant, like <laughs> you, because I'm going to tell you why. As a person yeah. that's not in this well in the wellness world, yeah. you see somebody called a holistic life coach or some shit like that and I say yeah. some shit like that naturally so I don't even mean that but my first reaction is like what the fuck does this person do yeah. like you know what, what do you tell me to eat vegetables and breathe in through my nose out through my mouth and everything's <laughs> gonna be fine I mean that's what you have to think about is yeah. that when people see your title if you if you want it to be in- inclusive and universal like you have to think yeah. of the business part of it too unfortunately mm-hmm. like the using that kind of terminology so yeah it's like that's so I consultant think, um I mean well it's just someone you consult with like what like I about don't know anything I know I it's the dream job oh, okay <laughs> that's like, what I I, feel like I think the, it's I the never, dream job I think it's I mean, hilarious I use the word like consultation like a nutrition consultation right. I used to use that wording like many years ago when I only did nutrition stuff no, that I've makes never, sense. I've That's never a real said one. like I've never said like ast- astrological consultation. Consultant. People just say readings, or I like to call them sessions. Right. Honestly, sessions going, is good. Going back to billions, Maggie Siff's character, <laughs> uh-huh. she has you know sessions, and I'm like, I want to be this woman. She's amazing. I'm not, you know, I am not her, but I like what she does. Like, she just, she can read people. It's amazing. Like, I can't do Mm. that. I mean, I can look at charts and be like, ooh, this is what's happening. And people are like, always like, whoa. And right, I'm like, as I'm if not you, skilled. I'm right, it's like at, you looked into a glass planets, ball. You know, right, it's exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like the sessions word. Yeah, I think that sounds good. But consultations is good too. Yeah. I mean, I okay, think now, the, the consultation should essentially be almost like an, in- okay, we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to start getting into your business plan. And you know what? I'm going to stop us there because we, yeah, we keep getting, not that we want to be super structured on avoiding the crowd um, because that this is just what we do, but we want to have some sort of guidelines to our episodes and maybe keep ourselves in order. And since neither one of us does that, consistently i'm don't be sorry i i'm sorry to the listeners because we can't seem to stay focused it's the um, gemini moon it really it, is blame the gemini let me, moon let me see what planet that's aspecting right now like we're going to be shocked see or not really i'm not going to be I shocked know. i don't know um, but it's, uh it's it's really not doing anything right now Yes, yeah, well, it's, it's 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 making a square to Mercury. Okay, it's it's squaring Mercury. <laughs> oh, okay? see that it's squaring Mercury. And Pisces, it's kind of like a 
foggy, weird, jumping all over the place, not really clear, you know, communication sort of moment we're having right now. See, this is exactly <laughs> what's going on. It's the planets. There we go. All right, yeah. guys. Well, <laughs> I was, there was actually about 10 minutes ago we could have stopped because there was a good point we started talking about our ages and not knowing what mm. to do and not, and like yeah. making these big life decisions relationships work everything and we wanted to start talking about age because that's a big that's a big part of our storyline too Mm -hmm. like us coming together where we're at in our lives like we're both in our mid-30s and it's Mm -hmm. it's a it's it's one it's an interesting age we both feel much younger than we are which is also it's weird to deal with so we're gonna get into that but so yeah we're I'm cutting us off because somebody has to and we don't have a we don't have a consultant working for us yet that's going to time we us need, on everything. We need a podcast consultant. We need a timing consultant. Very specific. Mm, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. what I mean. Like I could be like a paper counting consultant. Like you could wow, consult really? on anything. Wow. Um, but yeah, we're living in the days we can make our own job titles up. It's really fun. It is and, fun. Um, it is. So anyway, okay, guys, we'll see you next. This was episode three. Or episode four. I don't even know what's happening. This is episode. <laughs> Jim, this is so. I'm. I'm not. Oh, even episode three. Very, but we got cut off, and that's why Gemini. I'm all confused. Yeah. Yeah. So that moon cut us off a little bit ago, yeah. and we had to it come did. back. Yeah. Just okay. Good. What? Don't over caffeinate this evening because it could really mess with your sleep. Oh yeah, I don't. I can't do caffeine late. I used to be able to oh, drink okay. it whenever, but I no, I don't drink it usually like after four or five o'clock, depending mm. on depending on the day because it it does yeah. fuck with me sometimes. Yeah. So okay. thanks for that. Thanks for that tip sure. on the sign off. I appreciate it. No <laughs> caffeine for me. Hey, I'm um, just I'm just consulting. You know. Thank you. You're my you coffee. My, me, my caffeine yeah, there, consultant. There we go. Okay. Okay, good. Well, guys, that was episode three. <laughs> we'll be back with episode four and Next. talking about age and probably every other topic in the world that we can exactly. talk about because who needs just... structure? This is our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I hope you guys liked it, though. And even if not, <laughs> we'll be back for episode four. So thanks so much for tuning in. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.